Welcome to Below the 49th, the perspective on my neighbor to the south below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Charbon. Today's title, Respect Cops and the Stats. America has reached a point of dangerous proportion in how some in the public interact with law enforcement. When I grew up, you respected police, and they were the people who rescued you in times of desperate need or grave emergencies or when crime affected you. We all witness as some, as in any vocation, unfortunately disgrace their profession. The Derek Chauvin trial and subsequent conviction of all charges is evidence that the judicial system works. With police units specifically assigned to investigate officer wrongdoing, there is tangible evidence of law enforcement looking inward to eliminate discrimination and biased policing tactics. With the implementation of police body and cruiser cameras, technology protects both the person being stopped and the police officer by documenting video and sound on multiple sources. Today, some in America accuse all police of being systemically racist as the pendulum of fairness has swung the other way, where people now disrespect and taunt police more than ever. Take, for example, a California motorist's racist tirade against an L.A. sheriff's deputy. Caught on the officer's personal body camera that he purchased for his protection as his department-issued camera had not yet materialized. The African-American driver was stopped by a Hispanic officer because she was allegedly using her cell phone while driving. She then accused the deputy of being a murderer eight times, called him a Mexican racist twice. She then demanded, call your supervisor because you're a murderer. The motorist stated she was a teacher and left her license at home. She then accused the officer of threatening to kill her and her son twice. For the record, nowhere did the officer utter anything whatsoever that was threatening. As the officer was joined by his supervisor, he had to call a supervisor, he handed the lady her ticket. She ended the interaction with, you're always going to be a Mexican. You're never going to be white. You know that, right? which is what you really want, to be white. The officer showed exemplary professionalism in light of this disgusting conduct that was caught on video. Just disgraceful. You can see the complete disturbing video on YouTube and I urge you to watch it. Just shocking. So after seeing this, and again watching the polarized reporting of US cable news, I wanted to know what the facts were. As a professional television producer, I created a Canadian reality TV series entitled Battle Against Crime, where I spent six months in police cars on ride-alongs, documenting police interactions across Canada at a time well before police body cameras were even thought of. So before some of you accuse me of not knowing what's happening on patrol, I beg to differ, as respectfully, I have some first-hand experience. So anyways, as a Canadian speaking about what is happening below the 49th, I wanted to finally see what the facts are, the reality of crime and cops in the US. So the following data is sourced from the US Census Bureau who compiled police employment figures. Population data is sourced by the US Census Bureau. Arrest data is sourced from FBI.gov and uniformed crime reporting from the US Department of Justice and the Bureau of Justice Statistics. Prison stats are from the National Prisoner Statistics and the US Census Bureau. So no op-eds here, no spin doctors, just the facts as I found them. So in 2019, 
Of the 812,000 police officers in the United States, 67% of them were white. Whites represented 76% of the 2019 U.S. population. So white cops represented about 10% less proportional to their population, compared to 12% of police officers being African-American, while African-Americans represented 13% of the 2019 U.S. population. So African-American police officers basically represented 1% less proportional to their population. Of the 6.8 million police charges laid in 2019, whites were charged with 69% of all chargeable offenses. That's 7% less than their 76% portion of U.S. population. Whites dominated 28 of the 30 chargeable categories, with the exception of two. Whites were charged with 44% of all robberies and 45% of all murder and non-negligent manslaughter charges. In 2019, African Americans were charged with 26% of all chargeable offenses, 13% more or double their 13% proportion of total U.S. population. African-Americans over-indexed in only two of the 30 categories of chargeable offenses, where African-Americans were charged with 52% of all robberies and 51% of all murders and non-negligent manslaughter charges. These statistics are seldom distilled like this when compared to population. Whites, representing 76% of the population, did 16 or created 69% of chargeable offenses. African Americans, representing 13% of the population, accumulated 26% of chargeable offenses. And were African Americans over-indexed in two serious categories, it was over 50% of all chargeable offenses. It must be said, these statistics represent charges only, not guilty verdicts or convictions. Everyone is assumed to be innocent until proven guilty, and many charges are dropped before coming to court. Now, some would argue that poverty, family composition, education, and where you live all affect these statistics. And yes, I agree. Those are all valid points. But, I say but, police interactions on a call-by-call -call basis show blatantly whites proportionately occupy more police calls for service. Regarding prison rates, in 2019, the total U.S. prison population, state and federal, was 1.4 million, a 2% decrease overall from 2018, this for the sixth consecutive year. The imprisonment rates for African Americans was the lowest rate in 30 years, since 1989. The breakdown by race in federal and state prisons was 422,800 whites, 584,800 African Americans. So in 2019, more African Americans were incarcerated than whites by some 162,000. So I welcome you to make your assumptions. But the bottom line for me is law enforcement is here to serve and protect the public. Everybody. Show respect. If the officer chooses to place you in custody, comply. Don't fight with the officer. Don't try and flee. Don't grab his gun. Don't grab his taser. And don't use your car as a deadly weapon. If the officer chose to place you in custody unlawfully, 
still comply because body camera and cruise camera footage will support your argument and challenge in court. And with America being the most litigious country in the world, you will have more than an ample amount of predatory legal representation knocking your door down. No police officer of any race puts their badge on to go out and shoot the public. Consider their desire to return each night to their families after risking their life to serve and protect all of us. Finally, click and share. And if you do, please kindly subscribe. If you leave a comment, I try to answer everyone. I thank you for those considerations. And until next time, God bless and please stay safe. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.